0: Entrepreneur on Fire 976. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop, where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast and answer any questions you have. Text PARADISE to 33444 to claim your spot today. That's paradise to 33444. Ignite. If you want 100% satisfaction guarantee, then go to LegalZoom.com today. Since they're not a law firm, you can get advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Wish your website was just complete already? HostGator offers site hosting and design and marketing services all in one place. Visit hostgator.com slash fire in the number 30 for a 30% discount today. Fire Nation in the house. Jolly Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Monica Kanakova. Monica, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Monica is a freelance community and content strategist. She started her career with a bang by writing a book, This Year Will Be Different, The Insightful Guide to Becoming a Freelancer, which is about entrepreneurial women and how they kicked off their careers in creative industries. Monica, say what's up to Fire Nation and share what's going on in your world right now.
1: I finished a book. I did a Kickstarter campaign on it, which was successful. And now I'm working on marketing it and really um, spreading the word about it. And I've been mostly focusing on Instagram. And, you know, one starts small and it's really interesting for me because it's for the first time I'm on the customer side because I usually used to work for agencies. So that is very much my focus right now.
0: Very cool. Well, let me tell you, Fire Nation, there's a couple things you need to know about Monica. Number one, it's 1 a.m. in Berlin right now where she is. So she is staying up late, burning the midnight oil for you, Fire Nation. And number two, she has an interesting to pronounce last name for me, you know, a silly American. (laughs) How did I do, Monica?
1: You did well. Um, It's a Czech name, but it's kind of being pronounced in an Austrian way because that's where I grew up. And then you usually pronounce it in the Americanized way, so. Kanakova. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) So Monica, what we're going to do now is what I call the one minute mindset. These are going to be five insights into your mind and take about a minute-ish to answer each one of these questions. The first one being ideally... What do the first 80 minutes of your day look like?
1: I really like to have a long breakfast. I love to cook. So I would really cook it up and make eggs and veggies. And uh, I usually use apple juice when I roast the veggies. I think that's something everyone should try because (laughs) it tastes much better. And I like to read my feed reader if I'm on my own.
0: Very nice. Gets you in the zone and... Does the sugar get burned out of the apple juice when you cook it?
1: Um, I think so. Mm -hmm. It tastes very sweet, but very tasty. (laughs) I would definitely recommend this to everyone.
0: All (laughs) right. I'm going to ask my nutritionist, but if I do, I'll get back with you.
1: Okay. (laughs) So,
0: Monica, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur?
1: So, I struggle with remembering names and faces on spot. And then, um, just because I'm someone who talks to a lot of people and I've moved in, like, I've moved around Europe and US a lot. Um, you kind of associate people with different places. And then when you meet them without the context of the place and they know you and you kind of feel like, who is this person? I would sometimes really like to keep this very friendly face and just make it up that I know who they are and know everything about them because even I might know the story, I might not know the name, which is embarrassing.
0: (laughs) Well, it's something that we can all work on, I'm sure. But on the flip side, what's your biggest strength?
1: I believe in the power of people. So to achieve perfection, I delegate (laughs) because I believe that more eyes always lead to better results I would just not say if I do something completely on my own it's the best it can be I just always make sure that someone else looks over everything and I think everyone has their strengths and weaknesses and we should just stick to them and try to collaborate with people who know better in the things we don't
0: Well, we also have good habits and bad habits, but of (laughs) all of those, Monica, what would you say a habit is that you wish you had?
1: I am an active listener. If someone asks a question, I would usually ask more questions and then kind of like make it to myself to understand what they are saying and really understand the subject. So I'm not someone who um, doesn't listen, but then if I'm listening to something where I don't have the possibility to interact. I'm struggling with keeping focused. So that's something I would really like to establish that I just listen to things and listen to things daily, which right now is just not the case.
0: It's a habit that I think we all can work on as well. There's definitely this ever ongoing balance fire nation for us producing content, consuming content We only have 100% of a day. You know, how much time should we be spending producing? How much time should we be spending consuming? It's always going to be that balance, that scale. And Monica, you have a lot of cool things going on right now, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today?
1: So for me, it's the book, just because I'm really trying to spread the word and um, it's something I haven't done before. So that is very much what I'm working on. And it was on Kickstarter and just because I got connected with the people at Kickstarter during that time, I'm now working on a really cool project with them together. And um, just like having this whole network of interesting people and being able to work with interesting people and talk about interesting subjects is a very great experience. So I just enjoy the community.
0: So if you had to kind of share with Fire Nation, in maybe one sentence, like who is this book for and what's it about?
1: It's about entrepreneurial women or people who kind of like men, loads of men read the book as well. Um, It's for everyone who thinks they would like to go freelance, but aren't necessarily sure and would kind of want to explore what it is about to be a freelancer and ask the questions usually people usually don't ask which is um, how much money uh, should they ask for or how to schedule someone's. I think I've been like, I've said more than one sentence by now, but it very much is like the basic questions people have when they want to be freelancers or start their own businesses. Well, it was like one really,
0: really long run on (laughs) sentence, Monica, which is totally cool. You're not the first, you won't be the last. And you will, though, be the first today, this interview, to share an entrepreneurial moment in your time. And I want to go back into your journey when you didn't have this book that you know did great on Kickstarter. I want you to talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment. So, Monica, take us to that moment. Tell us that story and share with us the lessons learned.
1: So it all starts in Berlin. And it's funny that I'm back here because I don't actually live here anymore. Um, I used to work for a startup. And as it is with many startups, it imploded. And when I started working there, um, I was number seven. And then suddenly I was number two. And on the way during that time, it was very bumpy and also financially very insecure. And then, then I was supposed to move with the company to London I last minute decided to quit and then thinking of, I just cannot go into a normal company again and just do as if nothing has happened. I decided that the best thing for me was to just start my own company. And, um, so I did that. And then I had a, had an offer for the free, uh, for the first consulting job, which was in London, um, it was also the city where I was supposed to move originally. So I was in London and I don't know how much you know about London, but it's very expensive. The rent for the place where I was living was the same amount of money I was earning a month in Berlin. Yikes. And that was just to cover my living costs. Um, the job was something I took on because it came my way, but it wasn't something I really chose to do. It was for a sports app. And I was supposed to build their community and help them with their marketing and uh, train people who would then take over my job because it was a six weeks job. And I was in London. I was in a room that was moldy, where the ceiling was leaking, um, where I paid more for this than ever before for, for a place to stay and, um, where my job wasn't ideal and I was kind of feeling very stuck and thinking, is this really what being self-employed and being a freelancer right. is all about? So it was this huge crisis moment of how do people actually do this? It's like, is this, is this the real thing or how have they figured it out? And it cannot be that I haven't figured it out. So this worst aha moment, led me to write this book because I then decided to reach out to the people who knew better, who I really admired for their work they were sharing online and talking about and representing as what they do and how they earn money, which in the creative industries, I think the creative industries is something where most people are very intimidated and thinking they cannot do it and they don't have... Like there is no money, but actually people do live of being in the creative industries. So um, I just started reaching out to these women and doing interviews. And during this process, I had a project I was really excited about. And it didn't... So I was working full time with this other company and helping to train their interns. While I in the evenings, I was writing on this book and really being busy twenty four seven for six weeks, but the book content, I had it together in I think a month before it went to the editor. And that was this whole moment of if you are in a situation where you don't want to be, you are the only one who can change it. And then it's very much about imagining who you are and what you want to be known for that can lead you to where you want to be. Because ever since I ever since I kind of got out of the situation I was in, I've been having amazing clients, really great projects. And it's been going really well just because I now, I think, have the feeling of how to do it.
0: So Monica, you are living in London in a moldy, leaking, expensive flat, so to speak. And it just wasn't you I mean you really got to this moment in your life where you were questioning everything and questioning if this really could be done and if it could why can't you figure it out like how are other people figuring this out if not for me and you know you made that change you had that light bulb that went off, you had that aha moment, so to speak, and you made that change and went forward. But I feel like we kind of skipped a a critical step there. Like what was that first thing that you did when you were down in the dumps when you were at the lowest of the low? What was the one action that you took that started turning things around?
1: So I'm someone who decides things very quickly. If I feel like things are not working out, I immediately say okay this doesn't work and try to change it because at the same time I'm also someone who just lets the bad thing happen and if I'm feeling down I just let it out until I'm bored of me being down so if I would be very sad I would just stay in bed for three days and think like I'm sad and then after three days I would think I cannot be in bed anymore it's terrible here it's boring and then I would go out and meet people. So having three mornings in a row for someone with my attitude where everything is terrible and not fun and not interesting is something I'm not used to, which is why just it really was this moment of waking up and thinking, is this really it?
0: And so what specifically did you do, though, to to get off your butt and to actually start reaching out and getting the kind of clients that you wanted and getting the kind of projects that you desired? Like, what was the action step?
1: I must admit, I'm not very good at doing cold calling and acquisition and um, being the person who goes out there and says, hire me, hire me, just because I think I should be someone who is very open and transparent about my processes and really shows to people what I'm doing. So if I would finalize a client's project, I would then write a long article where I explain how I added benefits to the project of the client and how the client benefited from working with me. I would ask for recommendations after every single collaboration I'm through. Just to get the social feedback of people, how they feel about my work and just putting really the focus onto the parts of my work. I think I want to work on in the future as well, which is, um, an approach that makes maybe it's not like some, something where you will reach everything in three days. I don't believe anyone does, but I really believe that by making small steps, we eventually get to the big goal. Or the big aim we have ahead of us.
0: So, Monica, you took that action. You got feedback from jobs you were working on. You implemented it, and you started getting clients you enjoyed more. You started getting projects you were more passionate about. If you had to kind of break down another story, this would be an aha moment. This would be a light bulb that went off. You know, maybe it was to write the book. Maybe it was, you know, whatever. This is your story, but. Take us there to that moment, just like we were all in that leaky, moldy apartment with you. What's that epiphany?
1: The big aha moment when it comes to freelancing happened a little bit later. During that book, I've been told that there are months where you don't have anything to do and then months where you are extremely busy and there is this whole whole idea that freelancers and self-employed people always work or they don't have anything to do at all. And um, in February, I was working on four projects. And at some point, people were not sending me feedback anymore, because they became too busy themselves, or they were really um, doing other things. And I just wasn't on top of their priority list. I was waiting for feedback and reaching out once a week and saying, hi, how are you? Do you like, do you have news for me? Or have you had a chance to look into this? And then they were always really like, no, I'm sorry. And I think the one big aha moment I figured out for myself was when I was talking to new clients. And then I had to reach out to the first clients again, to really say, I'm sorry, but I can only take your feedback and implement it when you send it to me before this day and then I'm going to send it to you before this and that day because I can't make any time promises after this. And suddenly I was a priority and suddenly they were really getting back to me. And that made me realize that I just have to communicate in a much clearer sense. And I think that's something most freelancers don't do. They really do everything the way the client wants, it to, ha- wants to have it without considering that they are the ones who also have to be good at time managing their own time and making sure everyone knows when they are available and when not.
0: Fire Nation, put yourself as a priority. Put your just your agenda ahead of everybody else's agenda. Like you can craft your calendar, you can choose your jobs, you can choose your projects and your clients If you put your foot down and do so, when Monica did that, the game changed for her. And Monica, we have some more questions for you in the lightning round. But before we get there, we're going to take a quick second to thank our sponsors. When I launched the Entrepreneur on Fire website back in July of 2012, I didn't know a whole lot about websites, hosting, design, how to actually rank and search results. I spent a lot of time researching different options, a lot of time. And I remember thinking, why isn't there a one-stop shop hosting platform where I can get hosting, design, and marketing services all in one place? Good news. This is the place I was imagining it actually exists. HostGator offers a one-stop shop platform where you can get everything from 20 20- 24-7 live support to one-click WordPress installs, an easy-to-use website builder or design professional who you can hire to do the work for you, plus marketing services to help with SEO and PPC. Yes, all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash Fire30 for a 30% discount today. That's HostGator.com slash Fire and the number 30. There are a lot of great reasons smart business people trust LegalZoom.com. For starters, if you want to incorporate, form an LLC or nonprofit, file a patent or trademark, and get a DBA and more, LegalZoom helps you start the right way. Over the past decade, they've helped more than a million business owners just like you. But did you know that LegalZoom is also your first stop when you need advice from an attorney? LegalZoom's not a law firm, so they've assembled a network of independent attorneys in most states to provide legal advice and other useful. Services to help you run your business. So whether you need a contract reviewed or advice or whether you should incorporate or form an LLC, whatever your legal question, start with LegalZoom. And as always, they provide complete transparency with upfront pricing, customer reviews, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Make the right choice for your business at LegalZoom.com today. And don't forget to enter FIRE at checkout to save even more. Again, Enter FIRE at checkout at LegalZoom.com. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Monica, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan?
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Growing up in Europe, it's not normal to have student loans, but because I went to a design university and it was a private university, I took on a student loan and I never thought I would ever consider going, like being a self-employed person before I paid back. But being in a startup, you realize that unless you are the one who is responsible for your own income at the end of the month, it's a very insecure situation to be in. I figured being responsible for it myself was the most secure situation I could put myself into. So I think that was a mindset change in my personal thinking.
0: And Monica, what's the best advice you've ever received?
1: So maybe it wasn't so much something someone told me, but more something I have learned observing myself. One thing I believe is that there are no wrong decisions because everything you do every small step you take will take you on a path where you'll then eventually make the next, next step and really follow a path that might not be accessible if you wouldn't have done what you have done before. And because you cannot change the situation afterwards, there is no looking back. There is only looking forward.
0: What's a personal habit that you do have that you believe contributes to your success?
1: If I would talk about the business success as self-employed because usually people say it takes about six months to figure it out. And when I first started being a self-employed person, I didn't have the savings to really wait for six months. I knew it has to work out from day one, which was also one of the reasons why I wrote the book. And one of the women I interviewed in This Year Will Be Different said to me that you cannot only work on your business but you also like in your business but you also have to work for your business and like I said it wrong it's like not only in your business but also on your business which should be about fifty percent of your time so when I then learned from what she said um, and applied it to my personal situation I really reach out to people and I take enough time to just stay on people's radar and really meet people for coffee and I'm also one of the people who just reaches out to strangers on Twitter and just says hey I think it's really interesting what you do do you maybe want to have a coffee with me and I just really try to stay on top of my network and meet new people and introduce other people to each other who I think should meet
0: Or even tweet, hey, JLD, I'd like to be an entrepreneur on fire. What do you think?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So
0: do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners?
1: Absolutely. Um, It's FreshBooks. FreshBooks makes me feel like I'm on top of my accountancy, which I believe is incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Huge. And when you can send out invoices within two minutes and you know they are correct, you know the worth of the money you're spending on having fresh books.
0: Yeah, they're they're wonderful. They're a past sponsor of Entrepreneur on Fire, just a great company. And Monica, if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join This Year Will Be Different on the show notes page, what would that book be and why?
1: So it would be No Plot, No Problem, written by Chris Beatty. And uh, it's a book that teaches you how to write a book in 30 days. And that's actually not the most interesting learning I got out of it. It was more about time management and setting small goals and really trying to figure out how to fit in something that feels so big, like writing a novel, which many people want, to really make it happen within 30 days. And one of the best things he says in the book is, if you, if you always say, I'm going to write a book when I'm free to do this, it's never going to happen. You have to, you have to fit in within your busy schedule because then it's just one of many things you also have to do.
0: Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. And Monica, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: So it's very funny because this question reminds me of a situation I've been through myself a lot of time. I've moved to Austria without knowing anyone. I've moved to Holland without knowing anyone. I've moved to Germany without knowing anyone. And I've moved to the UK without knowing anyone. And after all this experience, which I would have in this situation, I would just take my laptop to the closest cafe or read a book there and come there every single day for four days. In that time I would already have like I would have become friends with the owner and then I would suggest to them to just organize a party together with me and I think the $500 should cover the costs and then I would know probably the the entire neighborhood or the entire neighborhood would know me.
0: (laughs) That's awesome stuff. And Monica, what I love about what you're sharing is that it always comes back down to relationships and building relationships with those around you, both virtually and in person. And let's end on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye.
1: So you can find me on Instagram, it's catmo with a K, or on Twitter, It's mkanokova, as you said before, or on my website, which is mkanokova.com. Or if you are interested in the book, it's thisyearwillbedifferent.com. And I would definitely love to hear what you think. My email is everywhere, so it's not hard to reach out.
0: And what is your parting piece of guidance?
1: Don't have other people discourage you because you have to know what you want to reach. And then because you believe in yourself, you can also reach this. It's in your own hands to just make it happen.
0: Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Monica K and JLD today. <laughs> so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Monica in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up. And Monica... Thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.
0: Fire Nation, we have to get our accounting in order to succeed as entrepreneurs. Your solution is Xero, the online accounting software and platform for your small business. That's X-E-R-O. With Zero, it doesn't matter if your small business is brick or mortar or online. Either way, Zero gives you access to manage your invoices, track your expenses, and even process mobile payments on the go. See for yourself. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at zerocom slash podcasts. That's Xero ro.com podcast fire nation thank you for joining us on entrepreneur on fire visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today as well as killer resources gifts and so much more are you ready to rock your own webinar visit thewebinarcourse.com and sign up for our free 10-day webinar course today Have an inspired day and ignite.